Hey everyone, welcome to episode 13 of the uh, Gary Talks 2 podcast that is uh, directed only to the most highly intelligent, most uh, politically aware, and not to mention best looking people on the planet. I'm still on vacation, so uh, I'm not going to be, not that I'm ever overly polished, but uh, this one's going to be sort of on the wing on the take. And we're going to continue with uh, last week's uh, themes, which are the denial of rights as a systemic sort of thing uh, to the black and minority community, and also the political rant, my favorite part, will continue pointing out the danger, extreme danger posed by a uh, radical right-wing organization that seeks, truly seeks to indoctrinate our children. So more fascism for the kiddies. Oh boy. It's coming to a state near use very soon. So, Okay, grab a seat, buckle up, and here we go. So, I'm back. As reflected in my historical fiction series, Journey, the Story of an American Family, the denial of rights based on Race was a not uncommon experience back then. We're talking about the mid to late 1800s, a very pivotal time in American history. If you uh, if you're around then, you remember there was a lot of shooting and all that sort of stuff. There was a very big civil war and stuff, and the Klan and all kinds of things. So it was a very pivotal time. But uh, as I uh, have stated many times, the uh, the challenges of the past remain some of the challenges of the present day. So we're just going to talk about that a little bit since I'm on vacation. Uh, I, uh, I'm just going to make this one a little shorter, but still to the point. So around, you know, in 1857, the uh, U.S., what they called the Supreme Court, ruled uh, in the worst decision ever, the Dred Scott decision, that after African-Americans were not exactly citizens of the United States, so they weren't uh, guaranteed any sort of rights to of citizenship, uh, like the right to vote, equal access to transportation, housing, other facilities and stuff. Um, those things finally came about in 1875 with this first Civil Rights Act. And although many of these rights were later lost through other rulings of the U.S. so-called Supreme Court in 1883, uh, when the Civil Rights Act of 1875, the aforementioned one, was found unconstitutional. And then again in 1896, when the uh, Plessy v. Ferguson ruling, which we've spoken about before on this podcast, established the, uh, quote, laughable, uh, separate but equal end quote, doctrine. So uh, these gains were foundational, but they didn't uh, 
quite go where people wanted to go. So we're going to talk about uh, some of the more um, notable rulings that uh, are hard to explain. And of course, there we can start with Dred Scott in 1857. We have talked about that. And, you know, he, uh, he sued his owners for his freedom after he'd been taken across the state line into uh, Illinois. And uh, because Illinois slavery was illegal. And he said, well, how can I be a slave if slavery is illegal? And that's when the U.S. Supreme Court uh, said black people, quote, are not included and were not intended to be included under the word citizen in the Constitution. So they, uh, they showed themselves to be a true, uh, true blue jurist. Anyway. 1876, that's the uh, U.S. versus Crookshank. This is stemming from charges against members of the uh, Triple the K and the Ku Klux Klan that participated in the Colfax Massacre, which we've also talked about. U.S. v. Uh, Crookshank was a Supreme Court case that held that the Bill of Rights did not have to be enforced by state governments, believe it or not. Did not have to be enforced by state governments despite the adoption of the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment. They sort of just said, like Alabama is doing now, sort of screw you, government will do whatever the hell we want with our voting districts and stuff. Anyway, this case, along with the majority opinion, had great impact on, uh, on protection of civil rights for African Americans and other minorities and allowed for states, especially uh, those uh, freedom-loving ones in the South to take measures to suppress, further suppress, I should say, black voting. Then, of course, there's uh, United States v. Reese in 1876, also the same year. This was the U.S. Supreme Court's first voting rights case since the passage of the 15th Amendment and the Enforcement Act of 1870. It came about after two election inspectors refused to allow this man, William Garner, to vote in his home state of Kentucky, citing the reason that they cited was his failure to pay a tax. And the court held that the 15th Amendment didn't actually grant the right to vote. It just prohibited the exclusion from voting on racial grounds. Get it? Didn't say you couldn't vote because you're black. It said you couldn't vote because you didn't pay a tax. So this led to states enacting uh, other bullshit measures like uh, bull taxes, literacy tests, residency requirements. Also, um, you learn at the um, Freedom and Justice Museum in, in Alabama that they would also ask how many soap bubbles are in a bar of soap. So they would do anything they could. And then, of course, there were other laws that were ignored, actually. You know, the 15th Amendment, 1870, the Enforcement Acts of 1870, the, 20, the 4th Amendment in eight. 1964 and the Voting Rights Act of 65. And again, now our Roberts Court has held that uh, 
that there is no more racism in voting, and and by it should just be the states that decide all that. So that's a uh, that's where we are today, folks. We are we are where we were. Okay, I'm back. I'm going to uh, just take a moment before I get into uh, everybody's favorite segment, the political rant. Anyway, um, I've been watching the news for the last few days, even though I'm on the road, uh, and I've been watching a young lady, uh, a true American hero by the name of Cassidy Hutchison, um, come on and talk about the reasons she testified, uh, the reason she didn't testify very well at first. Uh, I think she was really burying her soul. I think her honesty and integrity um, just tore out of her. She, it all rings true. She's a remarkable young woman, and I certainly, uh, I think I feel that I speak for a lot of, uh, of Americans, and certainly my listener, if you're out there, uh, by saying that uh, we should all be very proud and of her as an American and um, um, and believe the things that she does so strongly that she'll stand up for him in this age when her boss, Mark Meadows, certainly wouldn't. And his boss, Dirty Little Donnie, certainly didn't. So uh, kudos to uh, Miss Hutchinson and... Uh, I guess it's time to uh, move on to the political rant. Yahoo! <laughs> hey, welcome back. Time for the political rant. And here we go. I'm going to continue talking about Prager U for kids. Prager U. Uh, until I can't breathe anymore. These people are the worst of the worst. In my opinion, the indoctrination, and that's exactly what it is, they, like all good mega-Nazi uh, bullshitters, they scream, oh, the other side is trying to indoctrinate our kids while they're actively trying to indoctrinate our kids uh, in the most uh, heinous and awful way. It's so subtle. I just can't say enough terrible things about these people and what they do. I urge all of you, all of you, to get involved and to read up on Prager U. It's P R A G E R U for kids. And uh, some of the videos will shock and disturb, like uh, saying things like uh, slavery is not so bad, it's better than being dead. Uh, you're being t telling two little children that they're being lied to by, the, by uh, people who tell them that wind and solar and other alternative energy sources could become viable. Um, it, it, the list just goes on and on. Um, 
they reputable people like uh, Reuters and Weather Channel have found bigger use videos promote inaccurate, misleading claims about uh, climate change. Uh, their coverage of COVID-19 has been criticized for spreading false and misleading information about the pandemic. A senator from Alaska um, has been trying to fight back, but it's not exactly working. Um, Mother Jones, which is uh, uh, certainly a reputable source of information, they've been around forever, says that their videos assert that there is no such thing as a gender pay gap and that there is no discrimination in the policing of African Americans. They say quite the contrary. On race, uh, PragerU pretends to sidestep white supremacy, but the message is always that white culture is better than other cultures. Uh, it, the list goes on and on. Fascism is a is a left wing ideology. Um, uh, whiteness and conservatism are under attack uh, by all the others. Uh, that they're being um, uh, censored by big tech. Nothing of the sort has happened. They have not been kicked off of or had one single episode pulled from any platform anywhere in the world. Um, in one PragerU video, a man named Douglas Murray argues that Europe is, quote, committing suicide, end quote, by allowing mass migration, condemned, quote, the mass movement of peoples in Europe from the Middle East, North Africa, and East Asia, end quote, and criticized European multiculturalism. The uh, Southern Poverty Law Center, an, a reputable source for information, described the video as a dog whistle to the extreme right. It, the list just goes on and on and on. Um, it was founded by this man, Dennis Prager, uh, who was apparently a talk show host. I never, never heard of the man, thank goodness. Or I, uh, I might not have been sleeping as well. If I haven't mentioned, I'm on California vacation time here, so bear with me. Um, apparently, he's kind of a nutcase. Uh, this is from the uh, September 19th, 2023 uh, edition of Media Matters for America, wherein uh, the state superintendent of education for Oklahoma is being interviewed by this Ryan Walters person. Or he is Ryan Walters. I'm sorry. Dennis Prager asks him. It would say things like this. Um, that's why they don't want even five minutes. They're talking about that they, of course, are Americans and people who uh, believe in transparency. That's why they don't want people like me at a university for 90 minutes because they know deep down we'll undo all of their propaganda in 90 minutes where the superintendent of education goes, you, you know, that's exactly right. You know, we've, what we've seen here is, you know, the left, that is just, they know. They know that if there's just an open forum for ideas, they're going to lose. Well, uh, and then it goes on to say that uh, the left hates this stuff, be, 
quote, because it undermines their very ability to control what our kids are doing and not indoctrination in our schools, which is exactly what this is. It's indoctrination. It's absolute crap. The people who uh, keep this thing running are, of course, uh, frackers and people heavily invested in the, uh, the carbon-based fuel uh, economy, notably Dan Ferris Wilkes, who are, in my humble opinion, absolute loons and uh, need to be watched uh, carefully and monitored and paid attention to because they're dangerous. They're like the Koch brothers, except stupid. Uh, people like Lind and Harry Bradley Foundation, the Fidelity Charitable Gift Fund, hear that, Fidelity? Uh, the late, great Sheldon Adelson, who uh, was full of love for his fellow man. The National Christian Foundation, and Sheldon Adelson, now there's a pair. And here we go, the Dick and Betsy DeVos. You remember her. She was the one who didn't think kids had a right to education. And Dennis Prager, um, it is said by reputable uh, sources, quote, he personally approves every item and, quote, edits every script. He also says, and this is a quote that can be looked up, pure democracies do not work. He says that in support of the Electoral College. So there you go, folks. These people are working on your kids. My kids are all grown up, thank God. Even my grandkids are grown up. They're in Florida. They're in Oklahoma. California is fighting them off. If you've got kids or you love kids, find out about these people. They are not good news at all. When everyone is under it, what do we do? Stand up, fight back. When everyone is under it, what do we do? Stand up, fight back. When everyone is under it, what do we do? Stand up, fight back. Okay, everybody. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening in to Unlucky Episode Number 13. I hope your ears don't fall off uh, or something equally horrible. Um, I am, as I said, I'm in Ojai, California, which I haven't been here in 33 years, but uh, it's beautiful as ever. The sky is just unrelentingly south southwestern USA blue. It's just hard to describe if you haven't seen it. So. I hope you get a chance. If you'd like your opinion to be heard on this podcast, please reach out to me at the podcast. That's it. Yeah. The podcast at gvbrights.com or go to the website, www.gvbrights.com. And you can listen to past episodes there uh, with one click. And you can contact me from the contact page. That's unique. Uh, usually when you go to other people's contact page, you don't, you can't contact them, but mine, mine actually works. So um, I hope that you are all uh, well and happy on this day and that you have a bright blue sky overhead. So take care, everybody, and I'll see you in about uh, 10 days or so when I'm back home.
Okay, I lied. I'm back. I also want to remind you that uh, you can hear an expanded version of this political rant if you feel uh, threatened by these people the way I do, and you should, in my humble opinion, of course, by these dangerous uh, MAGA Nazi fascist weirdos at PragerU. Check out my um, my YouTube video, which is actually on YouTube, and it's called Gary Talks Truth. And it's broadcast uh, usually every Wednesday uh, from Truth Central Headquarters in an unknown location. So check it out. Bye.